Hello everyone, it's Linda Ockwell Jenner here with another Conversations with Linda show. Very, very excited to have a prominent local figure with us today. And I want to read a little bit of his bio. He's got such a fantastic bio. He's a really fantastically successful man. In 1994, Mark joined the family firm Bingamans and received hands-on experience within the various business units. In 2014, Mark assumed the helm of Bingamans and has continually maintained an active hands-on approach into the business. So Bingamans is a hospitality firm which operates five separate units, camping resorts, amusement, leisure products such as Big Splash, Waterpark, Funworks, Indoor Playland, Kingpin, Bowland, amongst others, plus catering and um, convention facilities. Wow, Mark, how do you handle all of that? Just one man. <laughs> It's all great people. That's it. So trust me, it's, it's very little of me and a whole bunch of everybody else. So may I ask then, um, I'm guessing your family, your, your father, I'm not sure about your mom, um, actually were the founders of Bingamans, is that correct? Actually, it was, uh, it was my, my uncle, my aunt and my father together. <clears throat> it was uh, the Bingamans property proper that you know on, on, on Bingamans Center Drive was my grandfather's you know, hobby farm. And he was a veterinarian, but also an entrepreneur himself in different a avenues. And and uh, so my uh, my uncle and my aunt, and my father, they all they all work together, and uh, and uh, we, we have what we have today. It's it, it's absolutely amazing. I moved over in '93, a very long time ago, and uh, yours, you know, was one of the names, the family names that you know is very prominent, along with others. And yes, I know we've bumped into each other before, but I still think to myself, you have a wonderful story and I've never really, you know, known that before. So that's interesting. So um, there is one topic I'd like to touch on and then obviously you can jump in with anything. So um, the growth in our region and the significant importance of tourism and hospitality and particularly um, after COVID, so do you think before COVID, you weren't having any challenges in that area? Did COVID impact you in a big way or has it gone nice and smoothly? Well, that's a big question. You know, um, you know listen, there's always challenges in every business and, and things are very cyclical. And many of, our, uh, uh, many of our operations, like for example, our water park or the camping outdoor sections are very weather dependent. <clears throat> so, so, you know, uh, throughout the years, you know, some summers you've got great summers and, and, and with great weather and some are, are not so great. So there's that roller coaster there. But the one thing that, you know, really pre-COVID, uh, the, the labor shortage and staffing was really becoming very significant for, for the hospitality industry, tourism and hospitality across the board. So and, and it wasn't really talked about that much, but it was very much uh, a, a very significant, it was still, it has it had always been a significant problem. And, you know, during COVID, everything kind of, obviously everything stood still, unfortunately, for, for a number of years. And then once things got back into the swing of things, that labor shortage for our industry uh, that was already there even became, became more exacerbated and became, is, is probably one of the, the top challenges that our industry has today. So I wasn't aware because I don't work in that industry, obviously. Why was there a problem before COVID then? Um, is it, it, no, you tell me, I have no idea at all. I couldn't even guess. <laughs> well, it depends how far back you want to go, but just, you know, we've been very blessed in Waterloo region. It has been growing rapidly for, for a number of decades and certainly has 
shows all signs that it's going to continue, which is which is a great thing to be uh, involved with. But with that comes other <clears throat> other challenges that come up that everybody has to deal with, and, and the labor issues are certainly one of them. Like I can remember when uh, when uh, Research in Motion was was at their peak, hiring everybody. Like we were losing a lot of our staff, entry level hospitality people, to those types of positions because they were you know they they had such a insatiable appetite for 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 uh, staffing uh, that that was a big challenge for a number of years, and then you know then that changed a, a little bit and and. And other other aspects had, had come up, so it's it's really been a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, so, but it, it has always been there, and part of it is, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, trade associations like uh, Orma, the Ontario Hotel Restaurant Association, with, with Tayo, and a, a number of different organizations. I, I, I certainly couldn't name them all. Are really doing a lot of work to really highlight tourism and hospitality as a career move. Because a lot of people don't see that because of it, it can be cyclical in nature. You know, we've just come through the Christmas season when we're we're at our peak. You know, we're we're probably having you know 100 to 200 waiters a night on the weekends and those types of things. You know, you've got all the chefs, all the assistants in the kitchen, you know, running full bore. And then in January, February, March, it tends to drop down a little bit. So the consistency of work sometimes. Uh, it's not it, it it's it can be challenging for for people that want consistent uh, uh, work. So as our region grows and becomes busier, that obviously helps temper that to so that we can keep higher levels of staffing on all time versus part time. Um. So is it something to do with um, you know, the environment in particular, like you know where we live, in. You know, people leaving here to go to say, I don't know, Calgary or Alberta or places like that to work in different, you know, like facilities similar to yours. Is it, is it the fact that most people are younger and they just want to see the world? Do you think, or is it an all age thing? Uh, well, there's no question. You, you, you've hit part of them. You've hit one of the many nails in, in the challenges we have. But you know, we don't necessarily see that as a bad thing because it's listen. When when we have great staff members working with us. And we don't have the room for them to grow to grow further at the time, the pace that they're maybe ready for, or they think they're ready for, and they want to move to that next level, and they're increasing, you know, their, their challenge. You know, you know, we see that as a good thing, in terms of hey, we've got them to a certain point, and now they've gone up, and, and you know, a lot of times people do come back, and there is a flow to that because for as for as many times as people are leaving to go to. Let's say they want to work in Toronto. They want to work in the bigger cities like Calgary or Vancouver. At the same point in time, we've got many people coming back to the community that have done that and said, you know, hey, things have changed. You know, they're either their their life circumstances have changed. They've gotten older. They've got families, and and they want more stable. They don't want the travel anymore. So it's a bit of a seesaw with with those types of items. Yeah. So thinking back to when your uncle and aunt and your dad first, you know, started. Bingamans. It's grown a lot since then. It's even grown since I've been here. Our children used to love to come to the water park, you know, and we've never camped there, you know. We've been to the the Festival of Lights, you know, we've been to stuff like that, you know, but we've, we haven't really um, camped there. But I know you get a lot of camping. So what changes can you remember that you made once you took it over? What did you think would make it more feasible and the growth 
really carried on because of the changes you made? Yeah, no, I, I think um, our, our organization has always been very progressive, looking for the next thing, and, and, and many things don't stay the same. So I'll give you an example. Um, there are more, uh, certainly when I came back in Augusta 94, thanks for putting some age to me. Um, you, know, you know, for example, we had the bumper boats, we had uh, inflatable attractions, we had jumping attractions and all an outdoor playground type attractions. And, you know, people change. And, 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 and more importantly, the consumer interest and demands, they, 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 they do change over time. So I would say that one of the biggest projects that I was involved with was the creation of FunWorks. When we, we really looked at our, our business operations, our amusement operations and said, you know, here's, here's every year we, 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 we take all the feedback we get from all of our consumers. We sit down with all the management and our line staff and say, hey, what went really well? What could we do better? And, and what, what things should we be changing? And a lot of those things came up and we thought, okay, you know, we really need to, one, quite honestly, insulate ourselves against inclement weather because back then it was everything was outdoor orientated. So if it was a rainy day, you just didn't come at all. And then obviously for us, that, you know, that's, that's not an ideal situation. So we knew we had to move towards indoor attractions. And through that, you know, you know the water park needed more concessions. We needed some more washrooms. We needed you know, a, a games room, a proper games room, and all these other things. And when we looked at it and said, if we make these changes, you know, there's, there's you know, a million or more dollars, certainly, you know, millions of dollars in these upgrades for a 90-day operation, which really, when you look at, you know, the ROI on that, it makes it somewhat challenging to take, take that risk. So that's when we decided to create FunWorks to have a, a, a destination that was year-round, that was insulated from weather challenges, and and for us, you know, our our cash flows from that business was was you know heavy centric in the summertime, but then non-existent in the fall, winter, and then spring. So by doing this, by building that, we could have a a, a year-round management team, a year-round supervisory team, as well as year-round employment for many staff, and then it it balloons in the summertime. Uh, with all the summer attractions. So, so that was really the first foray into really, you know, having discussions uh, and, and really pushing to what is the Binghamans of tomorrow look like? Um, when, when I moved over all those years ago, and I'm not sure when it went away, there was, I don't know whether you call it a competitor sports world. And so sports world disappeared and you guys stayed. Is that because like they didn't grow with the times or you don't even know why it happened? And you were very, you know, forward thinking and, and knew about, you know, what you wanted to. Because if I remember rightly, they didn't have any indoor stuff, did they? Was it just an outdoor splash park and everything? Well, Sports World certainly had their indoor games room. And, and that was tied in with uh, the, the, the restaurant at the time that was there uh, that morphed into Moose Winooski's uh, and those types of things. You know, I really couldn't, I, you know, I, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, we weren't in their boardroom understanding what their business model was and what their plans were. You know, we had some, we had plans for our, for our organization and we just stuck to that. Um, and really, uh, and in sticking to that, you know, you make adjustments based on uh, uh, situational awareness and, and, and consumer trends, but we really didn't vary from that. We had a very long-term goal, which we still do. And we just, and we just, every so often, we just tweak it based on what we see is, 
consumer wanting and, 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 and what direction that we should be going. And that's really good advice for the for the businesses, you know, watching these kinds of video podcasts, because basically, even if they're not in the same business as you, you touched on a really important thing, a long term goal and sticking to it. You may tweak it along the way, but you can't turn around and look at what a competitor is doing and saying, well, they're doing a bit better than me, so I'm going to do what they're doing because that necessarily isn't going to work for your culture and, you know, all the things that you've already been doing. It's a really good tip to pass on. Um, and for the future of Bingamans, um, you are you are thinking about, you know, growth and adding some other things, but um, I think it's, it's a big part of tourism, isn't it? You bring a lot of tourists into the area because, as I say, they want to camp there, they want to use your facilities. So is there anything in the future you think that, you would be adding that you're thinking about at the moment um, or you already have added that will, you know, encourage more people to come into our area? Yeah, for, uh, absolutely. I think, I think um, you know, we've refined that the product bases and the, the categories that we're operating in now are our are, are core operations uh, and, and we're and we're constantly defining them. So for us, you know, we will always be in the water park business. We will be expanding that as the future, as things come forward. Uh, we're certainly... Um, uh, we've got a, a large uh, renovation project coming up, uh, a cosmetic uh, 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 change happening to our Boston Pizza Kingpin Bowl Lounge that'll be coming up this spring. So just to refresh that product and add some other some, some other uniquenesses to it, um, you know, our in uh, on our convention side and uh, and I appreciate your your drive. You know, there, there's two uh, there's really two markets that we're that we're catering to. One is the Waterloo region market, not only for the leisure, but also for the business market. So there's, so our, you know, our, our business is split, split up into different teams and many of them focus on the B2C, business to consumer side, and the others are really focusing on the business to uh, the B2B. So for example, our convention spaces, our event spaces, you know, we've got uh, a major uh, complete renovation of our embassy room that's starting in February uh, and, and going to open up uh, early summer. Uh, that was actually a project that was actually slated for um, spring of 2020, which obviously got put on hold because of COVID. And then it's taken this this amount of time just to re-energize and get it back. And and again, getting the trades, finding those things, and and, and getting that rolling. So a lot of a lot of major changes happening that way. And then, as you mentioned earlier, we're also foring. We we uh, uh, expanded our Kingpin product into uh, Kingpin Cambridge, which was which great. That ha- that opened up. Uh, it was fall of eighteen, uh, and that we've had great success with that, and very happy with that operation. And that was really the beta test for us. You know, having it nice and close to see. Okay, let's take everything that we have in this unique space that we have at Bingamans. Let's put it into a smaller square foot square foot uh, square footage, and and utilize that. So there'll be more of those products coming out. And then in addition to, you know, we've announced, uh, you know, in the next, uh, gosh, in the, hopefully in the next, uh, you know, 30 to 60 days, we'll be opening up K1 Cambridge, which is the, uh, we've taken the uh, ice pad in, in partnership with Morgard <clears throat> at the Cambridge Center Mall. And we've, we're actually in the middle, we're actually under construction right now, creating that into a, a large multi-level uh, uh, go-kart, electric go-karting track. And that'll have a large arcade uh, event space, meeting spaces for corporate groups. So really going after all that type of business, but in a different format that is is not competitive to the businesses that we're already operating, 
but you know, quite honestly, as a uh, as a, as a complement, uh, as another activity for people to do. It's it's wonderful. I, I love. Um... I learn from what you guys do. I learn from what other businesses do. And I know a lot of people are like me. I think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, <laughs> do you have any downtime? Do you take a holiday? Are you always working? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's unique. We, we uh, as I said earlier, you know, yeah, I'm very blessed by having a, a great team of people uh, that 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 really help drive the drive the engine and drive the bus, as it were. Um, so we all feed off one another, and that's. That helps me and all of us, quite honestly. You know, the downtime is actually very, very important, so you can see and partake in other things. Um, anybody that's traveled with me, you know, sometimes my wife kind of regrets it because we say, "Oh, where are we going?" And then, no matter where we travel to, there happens to be there miraculously is a side trip to to see another park or to see another activity. Uh, I know uh, one year actually when we were we didn't make any plans for between Christmas and New Year's. And I said, we've never been to Cleveland. Why don't we go to Cleveland and check it out? So not necessarily what people do in the middle of winter. But, of course, as we're walking downtown Cleveland, I said, well, why don't we pop into this place? And she says, oh, my God, there's a bowling alley. I said, you knew this was here. You wanted to come here. I said, well, it's a, it's a very successful operation. And it just so happened the, the owners were, were more than welcome to, to welcome us and talk to us. And she goes, you got to be kidding. You um, have a wonderful brand. Did you know you have a wonderful brand and everybody thinks you're very lovely? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 listen, it, 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 it's something we, we don't take for granted. It's something that we are, we're very conscious of that. Um, you know, really, we, 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 the culture that we try to instill in all of our team members and, and people is really make sure that we're, you know, we, we're in the hospitality business. We're in a whole bunch of amusement and water park and all these, but at the end of the day, it's, it's all about hospitality. It's about welcoming people. And we've had this conversation the last six months on uniquely, you know, we have been um, creating generational memories for families because, you know, we, we probably hear it almost every day. Someone saying, even as you said, well, you know, we took our kids to the water park and we took our families here. And we hear that from people saying, you know, hey, my parents brought me here, you know, when it was the uh, when we had the go karts or when we had the. Uh, the bumper boats, and now they're coming back to FunWorks, you know. And we get the we all we get the the odd comment too of why didn't you have FunWorks when I was a kid? The thing is, though, your leadership and 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 your um, the way you treat people, the way you talk to people, your message, your culture, and I mean you in particular now. When I posted on social media, I was going to be interviewing you. So many people were saying, "What a wonderful guy! What a lovely man! Um, Bingham's is fantastic." And unfortunately, not everybody knows that they have to be uh, transparent, authentic, and treat people the way they wish to be treated, which I know you do, Mark. You know that's very important. You've said the word hospitality. You can't be in hospitality if you mean to people. Um, so I, I'm very, very honoured to be able to interview you and find out more about, you know, the past and how it got started, Bingamans, and the future. Uh, we've taken our grandson to FunWorks. He's only three, and he was absolutely—he loved it. He thought it was—it was amazing. I made Dave go in with him though, because I didn't want to lose him. Because <laughs> when it's your own child, go, go. But when it's a grandson, you don't want to lose them. So Dave had some great fun as well. Um, 
is there any words of wisdom you'd like to, to leave with um, particularly business owners today who are still struggling and getting over from COVID? Is there anything you'd like to share with them that would help them realise that, like you, um, it, it can continue. You don't have to give up. It is going to get better, isn't it? You know, the economy. Yeah, gosh, I, I don't know if I'm a... I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm worthy of passing anything like that along, but just something that came through, quite honestly, through COVID with our team was, um, you know, we met, and when it started, we were we met our, you know, the, the, the team that we had, we met uh, twice a week uh, over over uh, teams. In, and we, you know, every idea, everybody was driving, what are we going to do? How are we going to drive? What's the next thing? What's coming up? How can we create things? And so many great ideas from the collective group came up that we seized on. Um, you know, for example, when we did the drive-in, that was one of our one of our people's great ideas. Hey, we've got this outdoor amphitheater. Let's make a drive-through or a, a drive-in. Our food and beverage team said, Hey, listen, you know, we've got the Boston Pizza that's doing pickup and, and takeout, but why don't we do some feature ones and do them in large scale? So we had the poutine drive-through. We had you know, the, the Cinco de Mayo drive through all these other things, um, you know, that it kept everybody's creative juices going. And the only thing I can say is uh, at the end of the day, business fundamentals always take over. You have to have a good idea and you have to have that. But be, then once you know you've got that, uh, you really have to have the tenacity and, and to just stick with it, just to just to to grind it out and grind it through and when I say that, you have to be realistic, you know, understand the things around you and be very realistic on the environment and the challenges you have, but but just keep grinding it. Um, so many times you know, people make emotional decisions and, and it's hard for us sometimes too. We know we want to do this because that's what we feel we need to do, but all the data and our intelligence and other things might tell us something different. and. You know, sticking to that, not making emotional decisions, uh, and making the right decisions, and and having and having people around you that that challenge you. Like, there's no question. Uh, I've got a lot of people that challenge me every day, and and I'm I, I'm I'm thankful for that because we all can get tunnel vision sometimes, and you need a voice of reason, or you need that one person to say, "I'm going to take another view," you know, whether they agree with it or not, but just to test. Um, uh, you know, the, the ideas that, that we're thinking of. So, uh, and I think for me, it was uh, uh, having that strong support, uh, like, it, you know, COVID was very tough. And, and, and I would say, you know, everybody having people around that were positive and wanted to, to, you know, surround yourself with those positive people that are dedicated to the success. And sometimes the success may not be what you thought. Yeah, that's wonderful, wonderful advice. And I think you are you are um, the person who should give that advice because you have done a lot, you know, to, to make Bingaman's what it is, even though you, should we say, inherited it or had it passed on to you. You didn't just sit there and go, okay, this is it. That's what it's going to be like. You kept growing and growing and growing. You kept going through COVID. And also um, you've got some foresight, I think, to, to know that you know how you treat people is how they treat you not everybody's as nice as you mark so i want to thank you for your time you are a lovely human being i'm so lucky to be able to you know talk to you like this and and find out you know some of um the growth strategies and you know the fact that your family founded it and um have a lovely day and thank you for having a conversation with me it's been lovely <laughs>
No problem. It was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation.